And I don't do this often, but I'm going to ask, if you have to go to the bathroom, just pray. Because I would, I'm going to, because there's no coming in and going out. Amen. This is such a powerful uh, presentation of what God is offering us t- today because it comes into alignment with what God has told us about this, year, this decade of 2020. 2020 would be a decade of consecration, but also in this year, 2022, a, a complete year for the development of the gifts and the virtues that Christ has given us. Amen? So today our word is prophetic application. Now hold that tight because we're going we're gonna to flip with you on this. Prophetic activation. Why prophetic activation? Because prophetic activation produces prophetic results. Prophetic application produces prophetic results. So we break down as we're doing the study. We're breaking this down and we understand that there are many, many um, religions that will operate prophetically. Stay with Brother Michael here tonight. We're going to get a teaching. And we know that there's other religions, but in those other religions, there's also other spirits that will produce a prophetic word out of the mouth of an individual that's not of Holy Spirit. So can we talk to you tonight? Other voices and other spirits. Amen? But according to the Bible, there is only one God, only one Savior, and one Holy Spirit. All right, three people agree. That's all I need is one person to agree. Let's go to the screen, please. Reading from Ephesians. And when we present these words, when we give these topics and we teach on them, God always takes us back into the word to back himself up. God will always, what he's asking you to speak or what he's asking you to do, he will always back you up with his word. Amen? Amen. All right. We got a, we got a gr- good group tonight. The unity of the Spirit, Ephesians chapter 4, and this is from the Amp. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, so I, the prisoner of the Lord, appeal to you, listen to what he's saying, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, that is, to a life, to live a life that exhibits godly character, moral courage, personal integrity, and mature behavior. Somebody say mature behavior because we all need that. A life that expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. With all humility, forsaking self-righteousness and gentleness, maintaining self-control with patience, the fruit of the Spirit, bearing with one another in unselfish love. Here's the emphasis. Make every effort to keep the oneness of the Spirit in the bond of peace, each individual working together to make the whole successful. Here it is. There is one body of believers and one Spirit. Just as you were called to the one hope when called to salvation. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Oh, I'm already. One God and one Father of us all who is sovereign over all 
and working, oh God, and working through all and living in all. Yet grace, God's undeserved favor, was given to each one of us, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and abundant gift. Therefore, it says, Somebody say prophetic application produces prophetic results. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we want to ask you to jump on with us in, in tonight's service. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he bestowed gifts on Men. In our generation, uh, my generation, there was a directive given to God to, to activate, how can we do this, Holy Spirit, to activate an apostolic and prophetic move of the Spirit. In the Christ, stay with me. In a Christian movement of people who believe that they are restoring elements, components, the natural environment of what they call the fivefold ministry. To the screen, please. Ephesians 4:11. And again, this is what God is talking about. This, this um, apostolic and prophetic movement of the Holy Spirit, it wasn't invented by man. It wasn't, um, it wasn't man's idea. We're going we're gonna to show you something so powerful here today. When the first apostolic and prophetic movement of God began. Ephesians 4.11, and his gifts to the, let's read together, come on. And his gifts to the church were varied and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who, knew, who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. Marabosha. And I want to, I want to honor you today. I want to acknowledge you today. If you're an apostle, stand up. If you're a prophet, stand up. If you're an evangelist, teacher, or preacher, stand up. Don't make me come out there. We want to acknowledge you today. And we want to honor the anointing and the high call of God that is upon your life. Because not everyone is called. Amen? The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And why I want to acknowledge that God has chosen you and placed on your shoulders uh, that mantle, and to step into the office that he has called you into. Somebody give God praise in this house. Because I can tell you right now, if I would have known when I first got saved that I would be doing what I'm doing, I would have woo, gone the other way. But it's all been great. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay. Turn to somebody and say prophetic application. Saints, in the apostolic and prophetic movement, a prophecy is 
simply a word delivered under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that accurately, somebody say accurately, accurately communicates God's thoughts and intentions. And so as we study, we read the Word of God, we find the very first prophetic application. Come on, I'm getting happy already. The first prophetic application began or is found in Genesis 1.1. Watch this. God slapped me silly on this today. Hallelujah. Genesis 1.1. Remember, prophetic application. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Here is prophetic application on the very first words God spoke. And the Bible says, and God saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. In this scripture is the confirmation and the witness of God's first prophetic movement. The activation manifested, shown plainly through the creative work, the labor or tax of Holy Spirit. This shows the power of agreement as Jesus taught his disciples in Matthew 18, 19. Jesus said, again, assuredly, without question, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. Somebody help me out here tonight. From the first prophetic word spoken by God in Genesis 1, an application of God's dunamis power, His miracle-working power, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come into agreement. That agreement activates, turns the switch on, or as to say, and prophesy, and prophecy is now in alignment, oh, with what God intended to manifest. God's going to slap you silly tonight. I just tell you. Someone say prophetic activation. Application. Application. All right. Prophecy is accurately described. Prophecy accurately describes what will happen. And, you know, we can teach on this for a whole year on prophecy, but we're going to give you the Reader's Digest version tonight. Prophecy accurately describes what will happen. To say that a specific thing will happen in the future. Something that God would speak into your lives. Now, uh, I don't want to go too much on this. But as we read the Bible from beginning of Genesis 1-1 and end it in Revelation 22-21, we see everything between those two points are all prophetic. It's all a spoken word of God. It's all prophecy. Amen? And we've seen much of those prophecies have come to pass. But we're living in a time, too, where we won't see, our generation won't see the end of what takes place. But still, the prophetic uh, word of God, the prophetic application of his word has come to pass. And, and we need to understand that in this 
this incredible, a dynamic, supernatural gift of prophecy. God gives it to every born-again believer. We're going to teach you a little bit tonight. And that in, in that uh, inspirational gift of prophecy, God requires something from you because of the gift that he has given you. He's invested himself totally, not in part. He's invested himself totally into each one of your lives with an expectancy that you will give back to him what he's given unto you. To say that a specific thing will happen in the future. So what is, what is the future? It's the time. What? Oh, I got to anoint myself. Oh, my God. Jesus. It's the time or a period of time following the moment of speaking or writing. Time regarded of something that is to come. Let me say this again. What is the future? It's a time or a period of time following the moment of speaking or writing. So you can speak prophetically and you can write prophetically. And when God asks you to do that, be assured, as well as you're sitting here tonight, be assured that as you speak prophetically or you write prophetically by the Spirit of God, God will make that word come to pass. There's a, there's a video out there by Kim Clement who's gone to be in the glory. Hallelujah. And in his, his song, he says, you're somewhere in the future and you look much better than you look right now. What's he talking about? It's the glory. It's being in the glory. It's being in eternity. Oh, my God. I've got my ticket. Praise the Lord. In Scripture, the reader witnesses the purpose of prophetic application. Remember, the gift of prophecy is the ability to speak a message that has been com- communicated to a person by God. What you saw here today, we boast not in ourselves. This is direct communication between God and us, speaking His heart into your lives tonight. When that prophecy is from God and is, it is applied, it will come to pass. When God speaks to you prophetically by His Spirit, and it is from the Holy Spirit, uh, and it is from God, and it is applied, it will come to pass. When a prophecy or prophetic word is inspired by the Holy Spirit to be released, it will come forth by God's power to be a witness of His power and love towards humanity. When turning to the lives of God's prophets, we see how God moved when they spoke his word for future events to come to pass. Prophetic application brings prophetic activation. You're going to get something tonight. Something's going to be activated in you tonight. We go to, we spoke on this last week. We go to Ezekiel uh, chapter 37, speaking about the valley of dry bones. And you all know the story. We're not going to teach on that. But here, God speaks to his prophet. Doesn't call him a prophet. Calls him the son of man. And he begins to have a conversation with his, 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 uh, his prophet. 
And as a result, there was communication, you know the story. God says, it puts him, it takes him in the spirit and, and takes him to the valley of dry bones and asks him, uh, son of man, can these bones live? And um, Ezekiel's response to the Lord is, God, only you know. And so we know the, uh, the rest of the, 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 the story there, the scenario is that as he begins to prophesy of somebody, as he begins to prophesy into the dry bones, something miraculous begins to take place in the natural realm. Those bones come to life. Come on. Those bones come to life. The skewers, the tendons, and the, and the, and the, and the flesh all become. And then we see the fulfillment of this prophetic application uh, bringing forth prophetic activation so that in that prophetic word, in the spirit there, things are taking place. The fulfillment of that word is found uh, when Israel becomes a nation. Come on. It comes back alive by the spirit of God, becomes a nation recognized by other nations in, in 1948. Prophetic application brings prophetic activation. Now, as we... As we go into this tonight, uh, we're speaking pretty much of a generality of how God speaks uh, corporately to, uh, to the nations. But we want to single this down for you tonight to bring it to an understanding that even as it is powerful to speak over a nation, to bring something to pass, God will cause you to speak for prophetically into your lives. That when you take the prophetic application of God's word, that prophetic application will bring forth prophetic activation in the circumstances and the situations that are for you. My God, we're not here. Oh, my God, we're not here. Oh, Jesus. Screen. Isaiah 9, 6. How you like that? For to us a child shall be. He's speaking. This is Isaiah speaking over seven, about it's approximately 750 years before Christ is born. And he speaks the word here. He speaks. He releases a prophetic uh, ap- application by speaking the word of God. And then we see as a result prophetic activation taking place. For, for to us a child shall be, future tense, born to us. A son shall be given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Beloved, God will, oh my God, God will, oh God, I, I want to, oh my God, I'm ready to lay hands. God will choose whoever and whatever method he desires to use for the fulfillment of his plans for your lives to come to pass. Prophetic application means speaking God's word into a situation or circumstance so that God as his eternal word, God as his word, will bring about what he says. God will use whom he uses. God. God will use in whom he chooses to use. And he'll use anything that is in his hands to make that to come to pass. Let's go to the screen. Luke 119. Watch this. And there's just so much in this. But, you know, there's a point to we got. I got probably eight pages here. But I'm already, I'm going to check in my spirit. We can't present at all. And this is the other thing I would mention to you is you step out and, and you may prepare a message that take you all day. It's happened before. And you come up and you begin to present the message. 
sometimes God will just stop. You got you to know when to stop, when the Spirit of God tells you to stop and move on. Amen? But we're, we've still got the go here. Luke 119. Watch what God does. And the angel applied and said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand and minister in the very presence of God. And I've been sent by him to speak to you and to bring you this good news. In this scripture is the witness that God used an angel to prophesy. Oh, uh, come on, somebody. To prophesy to God's chosen handmaiden, Mary. That she would conceive in her womb to birth the child, Jesus, who would become the Savior of the world when the Holy Ghost would come upon her. Come on, saints. What a prophetic word was applied, and it came with prophetic activation to produce exactly what was spoken. Is somebody in the house. Joel 28. Again, the application of a word, a prophetic activation spoken to a woman that knew God and yet was called to be chosen by God to conceive, come on, come on, conceive in her womb that child that would be the Christ. Prophetic word. She received the word. The word was applied, amen, and that word became active. That prophetic word became activated. Joel 2.28. And this is the promise of the Spirit. Again, a prophetic word released, a prophetic application of a word released long before its time. God uses his prophet to speak prophetically into the atmosphere. And again, the application of that word caused a prophetic activation of that word. We just celebrated it yesterday. We just celebrated Pentecost. Amen. This is the fulfillment of that word. Joel 2.28. It shall come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters will Oh, we're all in the same, uh, same agreement here. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. The prophetic application is confirmed in Acts 2 on Pentecost. Acts 2, 14. This is Peter. Now uh, baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. He goes prophetically insane. <laughs> he becomes so prophetically bold. And he begins to speak and prophesy. In Acts 2.14, this is when uh, the people were gathered and, and uh, there was uh, contentions amongst them. Uh, uh, and uh, in, the, in the day of the fulfillment of the day of uh, Pentecost, with confusion, they didn't know what was happening. And this is Peter's 
words of inspiration. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let this be explained to you. Listen closely and pay attention to what I have to say. These people are not drunk as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day, 9 a.m. But this is the beginning. Oh, I'm ready to spit. This is the beginning of what was spoken to the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see divinely prompted visions, and your old men shall dream divinely prompted dreams. Saints of the Most High God, prophetic application means speaking God's word into a situation or circumstance so that God, as his eternal word, will bring, bring it to pass of what it says. Again, confirmation. Isaiah 55, 11, is somebody in this house born again? Is somebody in this house filled with the Holy Ghost? Then we got a sure word of prophecy for you tonight. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return empty or void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. I don't know how prophetic you think you are, but you will be, you will know in just a minute. You will know how prophetic God has called you to be and how he's made you to be prophetic. Screen, Romans 4.17. Wow, you guys are on it tonight. Praise the Lord. God answers prayer. As it is written in Scripture, I have made you a father of many nations. Now, Paraka, please. Watch what happens in this. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a whole day teaching, but watch what happens in this. As it is written in Scripture, I have made you a father of many nations, speaking of, of Abraham, in the sight of men in whom he believed. That is, God who gives life to the dead. God who gives life to the dead. God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. This scripture identifies salvation by faith. See, you were once dead. But prophetically, a prophetic application is now instituted and that prophetic application becomes a prophetic activation to bring you into your salvation or to bring you into salvation. Watch. The supernatural gift of faith placed on a non-believer to receive their salvation. The scripture identifies salvation by faith. Anybody here have an ear to hear? James 1.19 says, let every man be swift and quick to hear. Are you ready? Are you quick to hear? Please listen. I'm not going to wait for responses. Praise the Lord. Listen. Please listen to this. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, a prophetic application of God's supernatural gift of faith is given to the non-believer, oh, to speak prophetically. To make the confession of repentance asking God to forgive them of their sin and then ask Jesus to become Savior and Lord of their life? Saints, God's beloved, 
This prophetic application results in prophetic activation. Can we get a witness in the house? See, because before we even knew Christ as being unsaved, caught up in the darkness of this world and in, uh, entertaining the things of this world that are not of God's kingdom, we're in this place of darkness. Our spirit is dead as a non-believer. And yet the mercy of God, the love of God, the grace of God says, you know what? They're not going to be able to receive what I have for them unless I put myself on them. Unless I cause an activation of my supernatural gift of faith to come upon them so that they will speak out of their mouth, make a confession of repentance so that they can receive my Christ. Come on, somebody. Come on. This is how great our God is. And to every one of us, we were standing on the other side where we were dead. Our spirit man was dead to God. But God decided to do something supernatural. He says, uh-uh, no more. I need them over here. I need them on my side of the line. And so God releases the supernatural gift of faith, and it comes upon us. He draws our attention, and there's a stirring up of that anointing upon us. And all of a sudden, we're drawn to this concept of the reality of a living God. And God pours into us an understanding of how to make reconciliations with this living God. And gives us the ability. Gives us the ability to speak a prophetic word, a confession. Prophetic. Prophetic. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I repent. Jesus, come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Set me free from the things of darkness. That prophetic unction of the Holy Spirit now operating in you. This is supernatural. Uh, this is a supernatural gift of faith. Unlimited. That God and God alone could work a miracle in our lives. Prophetic application will bring prophetic activation. So I, I just there's so much here. we need to come in for a landing because we gotta we gotta release this. We need to anoint you with oil tonight and speak into you and to speak God. God wants to speak into us tonight, saints. Oh. Somebody, just let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to, come on, let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and give God praise. Come on. Come on, across this front row, the anointing of God. Come on. Release prophetic, prophetic activation in this sanctuary, through this house, for this house. Over the south, up and down the aisles, down and through the aisles in Jesus' mighty name. Prophetic activation. Prophetic activation. Prophetic activation. Hallelujah. Prophetic activation. Prophetic activation. Jesus in the house. Jesus in the house. Somebody give God praise. Why does God require his 
beloved to prophesy, for the fulfillment of his plan in creation to prosper and benefit through prophetic applications. Come on. Prophetic activation will call you, call you to speak those things that are not as though they should be. Unless or until someone speaks God's word, how can they expect them to come to pass? Prophetic application will promote, it will advance, it will give an upgrade to the life of a believer. It will give life to anything that is dead. Let this echo through the chords of time. Prophetic application will promote, it will advance. It will give an upgrade to the life of a believer. It will give life to anything that is dead. Mas seke. Here's the question. Are all who prophesy prophets? No. But tonight we've got a good word. Tonight we have a sure word of prophecy. The Bible says all who are born again by the Spirit of God can prophesy by the Holy Spirit of God. As a son and daughter of the living God, you become heirs to God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Watch this. Housing. Woo! Karabaki. Housing in your bodies. All the supernatural gifts of God. It's in you. It's housed in you. It abides. They abide in you. Somebody's looking at me cross-eyed. What's going on? As a son and daughter of the living God, you become heirs to God. Along with prophesy, prophecy and the other gifts given to you. The gift of, of revelation. Lord, let it go. The Lord, just released oh, revelation. Come on, come on, come on, Jesus. Come on. The gift of revelation by the Spirit of God for the activation of God's wisdom in your life, the activation of God's knowledge in your life, with the, uh, the discerning of, the, of spirits in your life. The, gift, the gifting of power where the supernatural gift of faith prophetically activates the gifts of healing. Come on! Producing miracles if you believe. The inspirational gift of prophecy, the gifting of speaking in tongues, spiritual languages, with the prophetic activation to interpret by the Holy Spirit what is in those languages. Every karabai, everything Jesus did and Jesus spoke was a result of prophetic application. Given to him by the Father of glory through the Holy Spirit. And when inspired, Jesus did not hold back in doing what he was inspired to do. Application produces activation, saints. Brother Michael, well, how do I know when it is the Holy Spirit and it's not myself? 
When you decide to become intimate with the uncreated one, when you decide to get alone with Jesus, shut all the chaos and confusion that's going on around you, when you take advantage of the opportunity to get alone with God in prayer and with fasting, And just build an intimacy between you and him. You won't have to question whether it's the Holy Spirit speaking in you or speaking through you. That intimacy proves itself because who knows your voice better than yourself? Amen? And when you develop that intimacy with God... You'll begin to know his voice as well as you know your own voice. Through intimacy with God, with time spent alone with God, asking, seeking, and knowing, knocking on the door of his heart. When prophetic application is applied, prophetic activation will be initiated. Now I know that 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 many of you here tonight have things going on in your life that are not of kingdom practice, not of kingdom purpose, and they're sitting there. And God is waiting you to become prophetically active, to, prof- to prophetically apply the word of God so that that prophetic word will become active. And what God is giving us an instruction to do that what is ever happening in our lives, the circumstances, situations are not of God in this kingdom, then to become active prophetically and cause those things to be removed, to be destroyed, so that you can progress in, in what God has asked you to do for his kingdom. When prophetic application is applied, prophetic application will be initiated. And so we want to bless you tonight with a word from the heart of the Father. And then we're going to have you come up here, Maraka, and we're going to anoint you tonight, and see how the Spirit of God is going to move. Here's the prophecy, beloved. Again, prophetic application, when you take this word and apply it to the situations and the circumstances that are in your lives, even the lives of your loved one, prophetic activation will take place. Here is an inheritance of kingdom wealth that when applied will result in the fulfillment of why prophecy is important in the life of you, my sons and daughters. In this is the inheritance, the legacy, the endowment that has been passed down to you through the life of my son Jesus. That you, my beloved, would benefit from all that my word has to offer you as my chosen. 
a generation not only chosen by me, but called for a divine purpose to step into fulfilling this end-time prophetic assignment as I pour out my spirit that all would prophesy. Tonight, I release this directive as an instruction. Consecrate. Make a sacred vow. Dedicate yourselves to me with times of refreshing through prayer and devotions to what I have to offer you through my word. Separate yourselves from what the world has to offer and enter into that quiet place with me, says the Lord. It will be in this quiet place where I will speak to you and show you how to enhance the gifts I have given you to operate, to function with a confidence of faith that you have not experienced before. It is my heart's desire that you step into every opportunity that crosses your path, exhibiting the power of my love towards others with the truth of my word. What is this inheritance I am speaking of? It is the inheritance, the endowment, the characteristics, the attributes, the talents, the giftings, the strength that is displayed in the life of my son to reveal kingdom life with kingdom purpose in every area of your lives. Again, this is my clarion call, a call to action where the supernatural realms of my kingdom will will be revealed in the natural realms, demonstrating the power of my love towards my humanity. My purpose is to exemplify, to to illustrate the power of my love where miracles, signs, and wonders will will draw the unsaved into their salvation. Prophetic application is one of the many keys I have given you to activate and promote the supernatural gifts I have given you. Tonight, latch on to what I am offering. Take hold of it. Allow it to become resident, to live permanently in your spirit. So the application and activation of every prophetic word to you will come to pass in you, for you, and through you, says the Spirit of the living God. If you receive that word tonight, give God praise in this house. And beloved, listen, you're not here by chance tonight. Come on. Don't, don't look to this as being any, uh, as an indifference. No, you're not here by chance. Those of you who are here, God brought an unction, a knowing in your spirit man, the revelatory gift of knowledge activated. That would inspire you to get your Holy Ghost selves over here tonight. So that you would become the recipient of this word released. Prophetic application for prophetic activation in your lives. And this is not something just a word to give you tonight. So, oh yeah, that was good. And you go, 
you leave here, uh, you go home tonight, and you wake up and uh, expecting just another day. Listen, I'm telling you, oh, somebody help me out. Somebody, somebody help me out. Tonight, the word is being presented to you, and we're going to lay hands upon you. It's going to bring an activation so that you will begin to apply what God has spoken to you here tonight. And it's not just for tonight, not just for the next day. It is for the reoccurring days and weeks and months that will follow after this prophetic release. Where you must become active. You must become active in doing what God is asking you to do. And I'm telling you, I get feedback on this all the time, but I just delete, 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 delete. Hallelujah. I have a spiritual garbage disposal I turn on, and I put all the, the comments so I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the um, criticism. Man did not create me. God created me. Man did not create you. God created you. We need to come to this place. We were talking earlier in the place of, of, of maturity in the spirit. The Bible says he'll make our faces a flint. He'll give us a spine of steel. Come on. And we're going to press this before we call you up here. Maracasa. It's this, it's this uh, place uh, this, that's a challenge for so many people to get out of their identity of what the world says they are and to step into the identity of what Christ says you are in him and for him. And I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm brazen on this thing. I'm working on this so hard. I'm praying and asking God to deliver me because I get hit with that stuff. And I begin to question. Come on, saints. I begin, hey, come on. I begin to question what God is asking me to do. Well, we have to come to this place or deciding that we, are we either going to believe what God, man has to say to us or what God has to say to us. And I'm telling you tonight by the Holy Spirit. This prophetic release tonight, it will become an activation in your spirit man. That as you go out on the highways and byways, you won't care how big the Goliaths are. You won't even matter how big the mountain in front of you is. You'll stand and you'll begin to pray as to prophesy and begin to dictate and to proclaim into every circumstance, into every situation, those things that are not as they, so they should be. And then you actively produce a word that when those giants, those Goliaths stand in your way, know that you can take them down. You can cause them to tap out as you declare the word of God into their lives. So, Father, I thank you. We thank you for what you've done in this house tonight. We thank you for this prophetic uh, word, this, this application of how to, to uh, release your word prophetically by the Holy Spirit. So we ask you tonight, I stand in this arena of, of these men and women of God tonight and asking you, teach us, Spirit of the living God. Motivate us, Spirit of the living God. Cancel out any doubt or unbelief that the enemy would try to put into our minds and cause us to walk with confidence and the assurance 
knowing what you did for us, what you're asking to do for you, we can do without reservations and without hesitations. And if you believe that tonight and you agree with this word, say amen. Amen Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.